everybody. Um, welcome to Two Northern Lasses podcast. We're actually recording during lockdown, so um, this is actually on Zoom. So we'll apologise up front for any audio challenges that we've got. Um, Jane, how are you getting on? Oh, I'm getting on fine. I've um, amazed myself this week and got a diploma in social media marketing. Go me. And I got a distinction. Well done. Well done. But do you know what's really annoying is I got a question wrong because I didn't read it properly. I actually did know the answer and I would have got 100% if I got that one question wrong. Oh. I'm really annoyed about it. What a but you know, still a sense of distinction, isn't it? Yeah. And you're a perfectionist and you know that, so, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what have you been what up to? Have you been getting your uh, daily exercise in? Uh, not every day, if I'm honest with you, because I've been doing my studying and I'm, I'm a bit of a all or nothing. If I'm doing something, I'm cracking on and doing it. So I didn't, I wanted to get, it, get on with it. I don't want to run out of time. I don't want to have to get to a point where it's like, okay, everybody out, go back to your normal life. I'm not have time to finish it. So I've been really working really hard. I've done it in eight days. So, um, yes. Some days I've not been nice to go out. Right. But you've got a qualification, so oh, that's good. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, I have been doing my daily exercise. I've been going for a walk with my doggy. With Max. And then I've, I'm fortunate that I have a home gym, so I've been doing an online um, uh, boxing programme with uh, Beach Body On Demand. And... My Pilates instructor has been doing her normal classes over Zoom, which has been quite interesting because I've actually worked harder, I think, at home on my own watching her on Zoom than I think that I do in the class because we spend quite a lot of time chatting when we're in the class. Um, so that's been quite a different experience for me. But what has happened this week is I've ordered a load of gym gear, like clothing. So All right, from where? <laughs> Well, from Gymshark, but it's it's like, I don't know if you've seen, I subscribe to all these different email, um, fashion email things, and they've all literally in the last week changed tact. So they've gone from advertising fashion to advertising gym and activewear. I don't, have you noticed that? And loungewear, yeah, I have noticed yeah. that. Yeah, loungewear. So it's all stretchy and good and yeah. So yeah. That's coming today or tomorrow, so hopefully I can feel inspired by wearing new gear. Well, I actually bought myself some new jeans yesterday. Um, there's a business in Sussex that was due to open in April. It's called Sophia Rita Boutique. Um, because of everything that's happened, she hasn't been able to open, but she got she got stock. She's been like selling a bit on Facebook and stuff like that, so... I said, have you got any jeans? Because I'm just con I'm really concerned that I've been wearing like pajamas and leggings for a month. Yeah. But, but if I got some jeans and I got to the point where they were too tight, then that would be my, my trigger to go stop, walk away from the wine, Jane, and sort yeah. myself out. So I'm I, wearing them. Today. I keep seeing this ad on Facebook or it's some kind of post that says you've got to keep trying your jeans on regularly to, to prove to yourself that you're still normal. Yeah, I mean, I've still got 
I've got loads of anywhere. So good, um, good. So, on though. They're doing what? I've not put any weight on, but trying to lose weight for quite a while. I haven't lost any either. Then I didn't lose anyone else personal training twice a week. So I don't um, think now's really a, a good time to be thinking about changing your mindset to losing weight, is it? Is it? Well I won't be going on there put it that way, so yeah. So I don't know but but that that, that little combo leads us nicely into um, introducing today's guest. Yeah. It wasn't planned actually. Can we? Um, so today's guest is Claire O'Meara. Claire is um, a friend and neighbour of mine um, and she is co-owner of the Lifestyle Studios which is a gym and wellness and fitness centre would you say Claire? Yeah. And she also has a side hustle which is called the Core Collective. Claire's very much into um, like I say, wellness and mindset and all that kind of thing. Um, but what I've noticed, my husband's a member at that gym, um, as are a lot of people I know, and I've noticed, just because I still follow them on um, social media from when I was a member, that they've done a really good job of pivoting the business. You know, instead of going, oh, all gyms are shut, that's it, let's go and sit in our backsides for a few months, they've done everything they possibly can. But I thought Claire would make a really good, um, good guest at this time to talk about the importance of, you know, not shutting your mind down and thinking about different ways of doing stuff. So welcome, Claire. Hi, Claire. Thank you, ladies. Hi, Thank thanks you for having for me. Thank you for coming on. So, um, yeah, well, our, our podcast is normally about kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, so I'd like to touch on that a little bit, but really I want to talk about what you have done these last month, six weeks, um, to, to, make, to ensure that you've still got a business, you know, you're still bringing in some money now, but also that you've got a business to go back to. Um, so just to start with, can you just quickly tell us how you got from um, kind of your early career to being a gym owner and having this um, wellness business? Yeah, so um, basically when I left high school, my dream was to be fashion designer. So I went off and did three years of fashion design. Um, so completely kind of different um, to what I'm obviously doing now. Um, but I really had that creative flair and wanted to do something creative. So it kind of led me to doing um, design for three years. But after three years, I just could not be bothered going on to uni. I needed to earn some money. I was too busy going out with friends, enjoying life, that I just needed to earn a bit of money. So a friend of mine was um, a manager at Mighty Sports, which was based at Huddersfield in Berkeley at the time. Um, so off I went as an 18-year-old and joined there just as customer services. And I worked my way up into the marketing team. Uh, that's what I found that I really enjoyed doing. So I decided that I was going to study and do marketing. Um, so I did that on the side and worked in marketing uh, in the sports industry. So I started um, at 18 um, in the sports industry and I've worked for various different companies from MITRE, ISC, which is an Australian sports company that manufactures all the rugby kits. And I was able to actually get my hand in design there. So my fashion design did actually come in handy at some point in my career. Um, but it was mainly doing sports marketing, sports sponsorship um, that I did. Um, 
So from that, um, I kind of met my husband through the work that I was doing. And I met him 20 years ago, actually, this coming weekend, wow. um, in a little nightclub in Batley called The Frontier. And, oh, I remember uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> so yeah, there he was, this Aussie, and um, met him. And yeah, the rest is history, I suppose. So I carried on with my career. He was playing rugby. We moved over to Oz for five years and then came back. And Brendan was a bit of a crossroads because he just retired from professional rugby and didn't really know what to do other than sports. So he decided to do personal training, trained in that, did that. And my, my plan was never to be part of the business. Um, but eight years ago, I'd completely burnt myself out in the corporate world and I ended up having a mini stroke. And so, yeah, I had to give up my career and we'd literally just signed a lease two months prior to that on the premises that we've got down at Sisset. And it was just kind of like, oh my God, we're down a salary and we've just taken on premises and we've got no clients. What the hell are we going to do? So we kind of, I suppose, just went in wholeheartedly and just jumped in at the deep end really um, and we really did work hard I mean I obviously couldn't be part of the business for the first year because I was pretty much bed bound for about eight months um, so I just literally did little bits of admin online as and when I could a bit of marketing to try and get people to come and know where we were and yeah we've been there now nearly seven years so I decided not to go back to my career as I've slowly kind of got myself well and I trained in nutrition and also in holistic well-being whilst I was off and it's just kind of led to a totally different career path for me really and that's how I've become then involved in the gym and I really do enjoy it I love it I'm not a fitness fanatic myself um, but I do enjoy the kind of well-being element of it all and how more probably for mental well-being and did um, your interest in nutrition and well-being come as a result of your int of your illness, or because of uh, your husband's uh, fitness interest? I suppose at first it was just actually through my husband and his kind of fitness. And the plan was that I would just help him slightly on an evening like you do, like us women like to take everything on our plate, um, to just do a little bit of that. But I suppose as I became ill and looked back at the lifestyle I was leading of not looking after myself, totally burning myself out and trying to juggle everything, it then became part of my own lifestyle. And I took a further kind of interest, I suppose, in delving a lot deeper in how food could help heal the body and how being more mindful and getting into meditation and really quieting the mind. Because what brought the, I suppose, burnout and the mini stroke on was stress-related. And I never knew what physical damage stress could actually cause to the body. You just always associate it with the mind. Yeah, but yeah so it was probably a mix that. of both. It's really... Um, I... I quit my career three years ago and I wasn't well I didn't think I was burnt out and I don't think clinically I was but I was exhausted and it was only after a, a time when I when I had time to reflect and I looked back and I thought gosh you know what if I had carried on on that treadmill I don't know where I would have ended up and you know I can say safely three years on I feel healthier than I have ever felt in my adult life and, and I definitely think that some of that is stress related, you know, 
that feeling of all unwell not being ill in the same sense that you were but just not being a hundred percent and you know now I feel great because I've got very little stress in my life and I lead a different kind of lifestyle it certainly makes you think about the lifestyle that you're leading and change a lot of things I mean I never associated that I was a big drinker or anything like that yeah I liked to drink when I was going out with the girls and things like that but I quit drinking when I had the mini stroke because I actually had an anaphylactic shock prior to that and I'd been out taking clients out for dinner gone on a massive drinking bender with them and actually had an anaphylactic shock back at the hotel and they couldn't tell me what it was related to and all I could think was oh my god it must be alcohol that's caused this um but I wasn't a huge drinker but actually down the line it is stress that's caused it um, but it really does make you think and change the way that you lead your life and that stress is really, really not worth it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, obviously, seven years on, you've managed to build a successful business. Um, I presume without, you know, the, probably some ups and downs along the way. Um, but up until this situation that we find ourselves in now um you were you were pretty much fine weren't you you built a really good community um bit busy yeah um i mean when we first started out seven years ago it was predominantly just going to be a personal training studio that we opened um brendan had a decent core of clients that came with him because he was training at another gym prior to that um, and pretty much about 90% of his client base came with him. So that was really good and really did help us out in the very early stages. And I'm really grateful to say that those clients are still with us. And some of us have been with Brendan for like 12, 13 years now. Um, and we just kept getting people dropping in and saying, oh, do you do fitness classes? Do you do kids classes? Do you do this? And they were like, no, no, sorry. And then we were like, why aren't we doing this? People, there's obviously a demand for it. Um, so we just started doing, I think it was like three or four classes a week or something. And I think Jane, you came in the early days when we first launched like the punch box classes on a morning. Um, and they just kind of took off and things just evolved. And I suppose that's the way with a lot of businesses is that you kind of find the needs of what your clients are wanting as well. And once you get chatting to them and they start talking, we're very fortunate that it has all been word of mouth. And so our client base has built on word of mouth and we really do have a really good lifestyle family. Um, and it's not a clicky gym or anything like that. Everyone is so welcoming. And I think that's why people enjoy coming is because it is really friendly um, and everyone is made to feel welcome. And you don't have to be a certain size, certain shape, a certain age um, to come there. Everyone is just purely there. Uh, and I think a lot of people are purely there for their own headspace, if I'm totally honest, that they just want that hour to themselves to just forget everything else. Uh, so um, tell, just talk to us a little bit about um, what has happened in the run up to um, us being in lockdown and you having to close the gym. Um, obviously, you took quite a few steps to, to minimise the impact before we went into lockdown, didn't you? Yeah, so prior to, I mean, obviously things started developing and we were aware of the situation and obviously, you know, the safety and, you know, well-being of all of our clients was key. 
So normally, I mean, we could have anything from 20 to 30 people in a class at one time. And all of a sudden it was like, actually, we probably really need to go down to about eight maximum in a class. So you still got to service everybody else that's paying that membership. And if you're only getting eight people, so we were doing like six classes a day to try and make sure that everybody got a slot. So we changed it where we will give people a time slot to come eight people into class, their own workstation. So they weren't touching anybody else's equipment. They just had their own equipment to work on. And then as soon as they left, we'd clean it all down, disinfect it all down and everything. And then we added a system on the outdoors. We almost had a bouncer on the doors as such to let the next eight people come through. And we just had to operate like that, you know, with all the hand sanitizing, hand washing and everything cleaning i mean the cleaning we were cleaning probably 20 times a day just to make sure that we'd gone around everything but you couldn't do anything else and at that time you know we still wanted to keep the business going as such and people were still willing at that stage to come to us um, but obviously health and safety was paramount and then i'd been watching like kind of like the updates on a tea time and i think it got to the wednesday and i remember saying to brendan I reckon Friday we're just going to have to shut the doors. They're going to say Friday gyms are going to have to close. Um, and we were, I think him and the other guy that works with us, Ross, they were both a bit like, oh, I think we might be okay a bit longer, a bit longer maybe, you know, doing it the way we're doing it, we're being really careful and everything. And then it got to the Friday and it was the call that all gyms then had to close. Um, but I think we were quite... I think we, we're, we, we always have been a proactive business and a forward-thinking business in terms that we're always thinking of the next thing and the next thing that we can do to better the business for everyone. So it probably didn't come as too much of a bit of a shock and stand there and think about it for too long. We were like, right, okay, so this has happened, but people don't need to stop training. People can still train. What we need to do is look at PT clients first and we need to package do them an equipment package that they can literally come on the Saturday, collect, take it home with them and set up a home gym at home. So we literally, um, throughout the night on the Friday, we just went through our whole list of PT clients. We packaged all the gym equipment up. We gave them a time slot to come and collect everything on the Saturday, go home, set up the home gym. So that come Monday, we were still as normal. We could PT you online via Zoom and you were having personal training in your own home gym at home. Brilliant. And then the other thing was class people. So we just basically said, look, as long as you guys have got your jobs and if you're happy to still pay your membership, we will still run the class service as we do, where same time, so you're keeping in your routine, six, 10 past six in the morning and evening classes, so that you still stick into some form of routine for your mental well-being. And you know, we probably had one or two people that have unfortunately lost jobs and they've not even been furloughed. So they're not literally going to get any money at all. And but what we've said to them is, please just stick with it and still work out. We know you can't afford to pay it. That's fine. Still work out for your own mental well-being. You've been with us as members to so still keep doing it. Um, and we haven't opened it up to the wider community to train with us. We have still kept it just as and not advertise for other clients or anything like that to come on board because we really still want to give the best service right now in this very different circumstances to the existing clients that we've got. 
and hopefully make some kind of difference to them that they can still do their training and feel part of the online kind of community, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously technology, you ladies all know, <laughs> it has its moments where it's an absolute bloody nightmare and you literally can't get online because Joe Wicks has got, you know, 800,000 people online at the same time that you're trying to get on. And <laughs> um, but we've kind of worked with it. We've jumped between Facebook Lives and Zoom and it, it has its work. So I can't complain at all with that. I just love how um, people are adapting to sort of like the new, new world, if you like. Like just saying earlier about my Pilates class, I can see me sort of... If, if my Pilates instructor, Sarah, decides to do an online class in future, I can see me opting in for that. Um, I mean, I like the social element of getting ready, going to the gym, seeing the same sort of people that go to the same classes as you and, and leaving. Um, but I'm sort of okay without it as well. I can see more of a blended approach moving forward. And I think for some people, like, I mean, we have a lot of people that work shifts and things. And we do have, you know, a lot of people that work frontline at the moment. So obviously their shift patterns have been all over the place. So for them to actually have then the live classes, but then we keep them into the group as recorded classes, they're able to still do them as and when they can. So that has really helped. I mean, the only thing when we first went on Zoom was, holy, you know, God, we've got to remind everyone to make sure you've got clothes on because everyone else can actually see you. <laughs> we did have a few incidents of people training in their underpants and not much else on. And you're like, you do know you're live on screen and everyone can see you, don't you? Uh, we were talking but, about yeah, I mean, yeah. the recording because we said um, we, all, we had an experience where somebody fell asleep on a, on a Zoom call. And uh, so it's, there are going to be all these post-lockdown stories coming out of everybody's different video experiences. <laughs> it is. I mean, I mean people, you know, it just takes a little bit of adjustment, doesn't it? You know, and, you know, we've had kids, we've had dogs and all sorts kind of going on in the background and things. But it's worked really well. And I think it's kind of brought people closer together as well because you've seen into their homes as well as you know when when they're training online so you're like oh what's that in the background there that we can see and stuff and oh hi kids and stuff so it really has brought the community I think together a lot more. Right. Have you got any um, ideas how you might do things differently if at all once we are back to normal whatever that might be i do think it does make you take stock a little bit and kind of think a lot more about the business model i suppose and how you want to move it forwards and things like that and for us it really has kind of given us a little bit of extra time because we were pretty much at the gym from like 4 30 in the morning till nine o'clock at night whereas now we're kind of just working mornings and it's really nice to kind of just finish at lunchtime and have a bit more downtime and family time and um, so it's definitely making us think actually we can't go back to doing the hours that we were doing um, but also looking at different opportunities and different you know things that are out there and that um, so yeah, I think there'll be a lot of things that do change, uh, but we've also realised how important, which we did know, but I suppose when you come away from it, how important it is for a lot of people for their mental well-being. Like I've had an awful lot of private messages while we've been off saying, oh, I'm so glad that you've shown up every day for us. You know, it's really tough. I'm really missing seeing people and 
I feel quite lonely and you know there are people that are there on their own and things that do feel quite lonely so for them to get up and take part in an exercise class and actually still see people online it's been really beneficial for them so I think just really understanding that fitness is a lot more than just about kind of the physical it's very much about the mental and you know we we do work a lot with the mind and I think it's probably more appreciated now more than any time really is that knowing and understanding how much exercise can really help with the mental well-being. Yeah. So um, just moving on from that then, the, the core collective, your, as you described, your side hustle, <laughs> you've kind of relaunched them during lockdown, haven't you? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I've always kind of done, um, I suppose, my nutrition and well-being on the side as opposed to what I'm doing, because I do find that the audience for a lot of the things that I do is a little bit different to the gym audience. So I try to kind of split it so that I'm not, I suppose, cross-promoting in one arena um, as such. But I think for me, from going through my own journey of burnout in corporate, I kind of want to help a lot of other women who are going through exactly that and how nutrition and mindfulness and sleep and managing stress can actually really, really benefit them. So I'm just working on a couple of programs now. Uh, One of them will be a 30 day from frazzled to dazzled um, to just kind of help women to pivot and really kind of regain that energy and take a bit of stock of what's actually going on in their lives. And I think probably now in lockdown, I was like, do you know what? We have got the time to probably focus a little bit on ourselves. And I know it probably to some at the moment might seem quite manic because they've got the kids at home, husbands at home, and they're trying to work as well. But they're probably not working as intensely as such as what if they were maybe going into the office and the commute and everything. Um, So I just thought it was a really great time to kind of relaunch. But I also felt more motivated myself. I don't know whether because I... For me as well, I wasn't working all those hours at the gym. It kind of freed up a lot more time for me. But it was almost like, I don't know, it's a weird, weird feeling. But I've actually felt a lot, lot calmer since lockdown. And I mean, I've been self-isolating five weeks nearly now. Um, And I have felt really quite calm through it all and quite creative as well. So it's been quite beneficial for me in a way, I think, to have a bit of lockdown and a bit of time to just probably take stock as well of what I want to do. I think you make a really good point. And I think for a lot of people, this sort of slower pace has given people an opportunity to be more creative and, and um, I don't know, there's a, there's a, quote by somebody famous and um, this is going to be one of my moments in it I can't remember <laughs> um, where they talk about there's no innovation without there's no creativity and innovation without space mm. so you know you're constantly going after something and you're working all the time and you don't have time to take stock to look at what you're doing and see if there's another way of doing it because you just don't, you're not freeing up enough space in your mind to be able to do that Yeah, and I think like the first probably two weeks or so of lockdown, everyone was in this panic mode of almost like, oh my God, what do I do with myself? I'm so busy. I've got, and I'm missing everybody and I can't do this and I can't do that. But I think it's because we do fill our lives with so much that actually it's quite hard for those first few weeks to actually just unwind 
and just kind of find, I suppose, peace with yourself almost um, and be happy with that quieter pace of life. And it's been really good to actually watch on social media, really, to see what people are up to. Um, and then obviously people have gone more out in nature or spending time in the garden. And I just think, you know, people are just taking that little bit more of relaxation time, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm voting for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jane, do you think this is a good time to move into the next segment of our um, podcast? Yes. We ask... Um, some to pick a card from our pack of cards um this is so, so they are random you can see Michelle's not cheating the podcasters were here this so you've just got to trust me that when when you <laughs> say stop um you get, i'm actually going to pick a card not just one that i've pre-prepared earlier so uh just um tell me when to stop Okay, Claire, what made you laugh today? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've laughed at loads, I think, today. Probably when Jane panicked me into making sure that I was actually getting dressed for this and putting a bit of makeup on, really, I think. Because <laughs> I have spent about three weeks in actually pyjamas. Um, <laughs> and I, um, I'm not ashamed to say that I have been on the doorstep a fair few times in my pyjamas as well. And today I saw probably about three people and my neighbours out and about. So, yeah, I think you've just got to laugh at yourself in lockdown, really. You're not on your own. You yeah. yeah, just to clarify... I've never said to Claire, you better make sure that you <laughs> when we have a Zoom call. I actually said, as part of a conversation, best have a wash. And then I sent it and I thought, oh my God. So I thought, me? I mean, me? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I'm going to brush my hair and put some Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny because we were on a, a video conference last week and I thought, oh, Jane's hair looks nice. I said, uh, done your hair? She went, oh yeah, I've just washed it. And I was like, oh, I don't wash mine until Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just dyed it well Ben had just dyed it for me my hairdresser had been around with her um, she'd mixed um, the, the stuff on the front door well on the path outside the house and then Ben had put it on very that kind looks, looks very nice anyway yeah. very glam yeah. <laughs> okay well we're going again now so stop If you could pack your own lunch every day, what would you pack? Oh, God, it's a hard question to ask in lockdown because I've literally been eating everything and anything that's been in the house. Um, it'd probably be some form of pasta, um, but I have to give a plug because I have a really good cafe that's next to the gym called Bubble and Squeak and he has, he's a chef. Um, an ex-bibish chef and he makes the most amazing salads so can I just pick Nigel's salads every day from my lunch I would have Nigel's salads every day they are so good they're would amazing you? well yeah. I think I'd I'd have cheese every day if it didn't have so much fat in it so if you could have anything without actually putting on weight it'd have to be somewhat cheese based mm, yeah that's probably a big downfall although I overindulged too much at Christmas on cheese and I've still not ventured near it Oh, that's what I need. I need to OD on it so that I don't touch it again. Anyway. <laughs> um, right, we're going to go for one last question, Claire. So, Stop. 
Okay. Oh, if you made up your own national holiday, what would it be called and how would you celebrate? Oh, I quite like a celebration. I mean, for anyone who's friends with me on Facebook, my 40th went on for about eight months last year. Um, so <laughs> it'd have to be just National Claire Day, celebrate like the Queen. I'd have two birthdays because I love birthdays. So yeah, I think girlfriends, lots of food, lots of cocktails, mocktails, and out dancing. So a double birthday celebration. And you can all join in with me. Yeah, I'll, I really like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's my, um, one of my best friends, it's her 40th on, on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, and I'm gutted for her because we were supposed to be going out on Friday night and we were supposed to be going to Spain on the 4th of June. Obviously both have been cancelled and, you know, it's not nice for anybody to have a birthday in lockdown, is it? But no. It's just, I mean, you had so much planned for it. Um, we have got some... Some things up our sleeve, but I won't talk about them because she might listen to this before I talk about it. She might. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think I'm with you, Claire. I, I'm not going to steal your idea, but I can't think of a better way to spend, to have a national holiday than have another me day. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not the Leo in me at all. <laughs> Horoscopes, that's a discussion for another. Um, Another podcast. That's definitely a bigger discussion. Uh, Claire, thanks for sharing your story. It's been really, I find it actually quite inspiring. And, you know, that you have just, it's so easy to be maudlin and woe is me about things. Whereas you and Brendan, every second of the way, have gone, right, okay, it is what it is, move on, what, what next, what can we do next? Um, and I think it's, it's testament to, how strong your community is that you've still got all those members still paying you um, and coming and doing things online and um, I've no doubt that you'll thrive when, um, when we're allowed back out. I know I'm going to join you when we're done with this because I've seen what you've done and I'm super impressed. Oh thank you. I just think for any business <laughs> it's like you can't stop because someone else will always be there to exactly. kind of come and step in your shoes kind of thing so you've just got to keep going with any business I think and get your social presence as you know and you do keep yeah. plugging it and keep out there yeah absolutely on that note let's um just have a quick recap of your social presence so the, the uh, gym is called the lifestyle studios and you're on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram, and then just our yeah. website. Okay, so we'll share those. And what about Co Collective? You're on Facebook. Again, Facebook and Instagram. Okay, and you're also on LinkedIn. Yes, so we'll, as me, we'll, <laughs> and as the studio as well. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll share those um, those links as well. So if anybody's reading the show notes, we don't, I don't actually know if anybody ever does. Yeah, well, Claire, it was lovely to chat to you. And uh, yes, you too. I think you'll definitely get a lot of interest in the frazzle to dazzle bit. Um, and I'm sure, like Jane said, the gym's going to go from strength to strength because it's amazing how you've been able to continue to support your, your customers through this really difficult time. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much, Logan.